I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, everyone. Realtors of America, it's Todd Screema and Jim Reed and the lovely Robin Lavasser. And we are we do a podcast each month, a short podcast. Um, we are all professional coaches in the mortgage world. We also have spent uh, up to 20 years coaching realtors, although we don't necessarily do that a lot these days. Um, it's a different perspective to talk to a lender. Um, and we, uh, you know, uh, Jim and Robin more than me, you know, they might talk to 30, 40, 50 lenders uh, a week because they are branch managers and they're executives and they're overseeing a lot of stuff. So today's topic is new market, new expectations and um, things change. And what, what, what worked before doesn't work now. What products or sales tactics worked before change. And so that's kind of what this is about. Um, Robin, why don't you start us off with some broad thoughts to realtors about new market, new expectations? Yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things that, you know, I, I've said this frequently, a lot of people got in the business in the last few years. There's a lot of people. Now, there's a lot that have been in it for a really long time. Um, but regardless, we get comfortable in what our our day-to-day looks like and what the market conditions are. And we've been, I mean, let's be honest, we've been on a really good run in both lending and real estate. It's been a really, really good run. Um, and it's been exciting. We've, we've seen a lot of things. And, and I think that one of the things that is happening right this minute is people people don't necessarily know how to adjust back. You know, for a while there, we were 100% listings in the realtor world. Everybody wanted listings, right? Nobody wanted to touch the buyers because it was so many offers and so many things. And you listed a house. And I, I was meeting with a realtor last night and she said, I'd list a house. And within four days, maximum, that was a long close. We were literally under contract at or over asking. I mean, you're talking just... It, w- it was going. And, and th- that's not 100% of the cases, but it's a lot. And I think that a lot of people all of a sudden built a business where they didn't really want to help buyers or, you know, they didn't set proper expectations. And now all of a sudden you've got a house sitting, at least in, you know, in the Oregon market, houses are sitting in the, on the market for three to four weeks. Did we, one, reset expectations with our sellers because they might not totally be aware that a house isn't going to go under contract in four days. And when it doesn't, who do they question? They question they question the professional they hired, right? Mm-hmm. Because expectations weren't actually set. So I think anytime we don't set an expectation, whether it be with a seller or a buyer, and be the professional around what the market conditions are, we're allowing them to write their own narrative. And the odds of us having the exact same narrative are pretty slim to none. And that can create discord. So I think the number one is setting market expectation. And that doesn't mean you have to know everything. It has to be that you're aware and that you're prepping them for various outcomes based on the current market. Mm-hmm. What do you have, Jimmy? So I know that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I'm super simple. You know, I, I was thinking, wow, it's very, I mean, you're very articulate. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm being authentic here. Um, what I was thinking while you were talking is this, our job is educate, communicate, close on time whether you're a lender or a realtor. And I think when it gets easy, we skip education, we skip communication, and we just want to close on time for a check. That's what I think happens to people. People in in the lending industry, what that means is they stop doing Tuesday updates. In the real estate world, it means 
you're not calling all your listings on Monday morning and updating them on traffic because houses sold so fast you didn't have to. And now you need to start doing that again. Oh. It means you're not calling all your buyers on Thursday, getting them ready to go look at homes because you didn't want to work with buyers. And, and so you stopped that. And so you got to go back and, and re-implement those systems. And you got to remember your purpose in addition to helping people with the dream of home ownership and the altruistic purposes that are out there, your job is to educate, communicate, and close on time. And I think that's what you're saying. You're saying, hey, they don't know what the market is. All they know is right now, inflation is really weird. Everybody, Every morning, I watch the news for only five minutes. I don't think watch it at all. I've lived in it to five minutes at the most. And every single morning, it's about inflation. It's about three quarters of a bump in rates. It's about this and it's about that. Listen, what people want to do is make their house payment, feed their family, and love each other. Just relax. No one's dying from inflation. Okay? No one's dying from inflation. They may choose to make bad choices, but no one's dying from inflation. So get ahead of it is what I think you're saying. Right? The next market, if you're a listing agent, the next market is buyers. I'm sorry to tell you. You're going to have to put them in your car. You're going to have to do open houses yourself. I got a buddy of mine in Sacramento. His name's Tom. I think he might be the – he's tied with the two, three best agents I've ever met um, uh, in my in my business. I've met I've met others across the nation, but in my local business. And um, I work in open houses. I saw him this weekend because uh, I have a house I was thinking about selling, and he met me at it, and he's like, He's like, we're going to do more business this year than we have in the past two years. And well, thank God, I think we did one deal together. He's like, well, I know, I know, but I wasn't working buyers. It was just too much. But I done two open houses the last week, and I got a lead from them the following day on Sunday. So I'm just saying it's that time, and you got to control the narrative on the market. Is it a good time to buy a house? Always. Well, it depends on what you're buying, right? If you're trying to buy it, hold on to it for a year, do nothing and sell it and make a bunch of money, Todd, is it a good time to buy a house? Probably not. Yep. <laughs> but if you're going to keep it for 10 or 20 years and live in it, is it a good time to buy a house? Yep. Yep. Historically, rates at seven are still historically very low. But it doesn't really matter. What matters is why are you buying the house? So I'm telling agents, like, you work open house, one of the first questions you ask is, hey, what's making you look at houses today? I mean, I know they know this, but Robin – I got to retrain well, that's a good all question, Jimmy. Pause there. Say it again. Say it again. What do you say to the client? When the borrowers were walking to open houses, say, hey, what makes you look at open houses today? I don't I, I, I don't think sometimes I think that people listen to a podcast or try to learn something and they they listen and they're like, oh, and then they miss the one thing that could maybe change the game. And that could literally be just that open ended question that starts a conversation with a potential lead. They, nobody walks into a house with zero intention to ever buy a never. home. Nobody. Never. I've never gone to drive a Lamborghini on a test drive ever in my life because I have zero desire to own a Lamborghini, literally zero desire, <laughs> even if I won the Powerball next week, to, to own a Lamborghini. So nobody test drives a home with just truly zero intention of someday doing something with real estate. Is that fair? I think it's very fair. Like, I, yes, I do. I think like they come in saying they're looking for design ideas. It's because they just bought a house and they're having buyer's remorse. Okay. That's what they're doing. And they're thinking yeah. about, should I buy this house instead? That's what they're thinking. I think, you know, my spin on this is new market, new expectations. Um, the basics always work. So, so you always do the basics. 
what what we're touching on here is what I call the pivot. So, for example, uh, you know, Robin and I had a meeting earlier this morning about uh, two one buy downs, uh, about intermediate arms, because maybe we can get these people a four, you know, all of a sudden a four and a half percent five year fixed loan um, looks pretty attractive if rates go to seven and a half eight percent. Right. That's a pivot. We're still doing loans. We're still doing the basics. It's a little change to the type of loan. Um, if we're it, re relating this to a workout, um, one day I may lift weights with a trainer and the next day I may do a spin class. I'm still working out. It's just a little different. And I think a lot of people struggle with the pivot. The, the pivot doesn't mean stop doing the basics. The pivot means pay attention to the needs and desires of the changing market. What you guys are touching on, which I agree with. Someone asked me yesterday, are we turn, is it going to turn into a virus market? I said, 100%. They said, yes. Yes. I said, I don't it know exactly, but I will tell you it's going to happen pretty quick. Right. Pretty quick. Um, and that's not a, like, I look at those things as if I'm a realtor, it's not a bad or good thing. Is what it is. Well, how I many buyers bought houses in a seller market the last couple of years, right? right? I mean, buyers were buying buying houses when sellers had all the power. Like, it's only fair that the market changes a little bit, right? The circumstance mm -hmm. change. But sellers will still need to sell houses. I think one of the other expectation setting is the real estate agents right now, you know, if you're listening, if you have not had to really prospect in the last couple of years. If you haven't had to really, really have a prospecting plan, you have to reset your own expectations on current market conditions because there will be people who currently can't buy because of interest rates or currently can't afford to sell because it goes into a buyer's market and their expectation of something is, is too high or they're just willing to wait, right? They're just willing to wait. And so as a result of that, you might have to double down on your own efforts to keep your business at a level that you want it to be. And that's resetting your own expectations of what you have to do to influence your plan. Totally. So Jimmy closes out I, with a thought. Well, the pivot, the pivot thing you talk about, I think about this silly book that I read or was when I first got in the business, it was uh, it was a downturn and everybody thought it was going to be like a catastrophe. It ended up not being one because lending requirements ended up loosening and creating kind of false buyers. Um, but I remember when it first happened, I, you know, I go, I go to seminars and educate myself on our industry and work on my sales skills. And I was at a seminar and they were talking about the book, Who Moved My Cheese? Well, I thought that was a silly book. I didn't really like it. Some mics running around, going back to the same place for cheese all the time. And the other guy goes, now nah, I'm going to go look in other places. Remember that book? Yes. But it is a good first grade example of what people are going to do. You do know that. Like, I'm telling you, it's so silly because at the time I came out of that seminar after somebody taught a class on that book. You know, I don't read books that much, only if they're super thin. Um, I came out of that class and I went and did a business meeting with one of my realtors. And, you know, my thing is partner service repair. So I'm like partnering with him on seminars, trying to create buyers. And he's doing investment property and move up seminars in a zip code in my town, 95864. And they weren't working. And I'm like. A lot of effort. A lot of people came, but they weren't working. And I'm like, hey, do me a favor. Uh, I caught the title company lady that was partnering with us. Show me how many houses sold in this zip code in the last six months. It was eight. Eight. If he had all of them, it wasn't enough, buddy. If he double-sided all of them, it wasn't enough. 
Like you have to pivot. And if it takes reading that silly book, read the silly book. But I'm telling you, you got to be an entrepreneur and be conscious and you have to change what you're doing. Like any good businessman does. Like we talked about blockbuster video last time. Oops. They, they refused to pivot. They should have read the book, Todd. That they should have read the book. <laughs> I'm just telling. Well, I think to, to close us out here, guys, uh, all that's good information. Just some thoughts for you guys. You know, our goal is to give back to our partners because we have thousands and thousands of realtors across the nation that use Summit Funding. We thank you for your business. And I hope that this is just one of those things that gives you some thoughts, some ideas. If you ever want some time with us, reach out to us, whatever loan officer you deal with at Summit at one of the offices across the country, um, we're happy to talk to you. I think that's it's it's a partnership, as Jim keeps saying. Today's topic is about the pivot and changing market. Don't fear the change. You know, dive into the change. And if you want some further help on this, Jim said it, that, that Who Moved My Cheese must have came out 30, 40 years ago. It's yeah. a super thin book um, and it's a fable story. But that fable story, I'm with Jim. When I read it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this guy's brilliant because he just encapsulated what holds most people back from achievement. And that is not willing to pivot and or not doing some basics, which is kind of what we talked about today. Okay, Jim, Robin, thank you guys very much. Go have a great month. Bye, guys. Bye. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema, make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com. And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding, Inc., NMLS ID 3199, Equal Housing Opportunity, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.